It's a big day for gin lovers this weekend. It's World Gin Day on June 12th. And how am I celebrating? With a completely Indian gin and tonic. I'm Susan Schwartz, your drinking companion. And this is Lush Life Podcast. Every week we are inspired to live life one cocktail at a time. Even though the GNT originated in India, until just recently, there had never been a truly Indian gin. Now that has all changed. Jesselmere Indian Craft Gin is a tour of India in one sip. And my tour guide today is Kunal Madan, AVP of International Business for Jesselmere Gin. He's actually the first guest on my new How to Drink season to talk gin. And just in time for the big day. So sit back and listen to how they managed to fit all of India into one bottle. Well, I am thrilled to have you here. It's so exciting. You're the first person to talk about gin in my new How to Drink season. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself first, and then let's get into Jesselmere Gin. Oh, I'm excited to you know joining your podcast, Susan, and thanks for having me. And um, great to know that uh, you'll be the first person to talk about gin on your show, and that to an Indian gin. Definitely, you're the first Indian gin. <laughs> that's that's good. All right. So, just a brief bit of mine, to be honest with you. I'm actually an electronics engineer uh, by qualification. And I started my career, obviously, in electronics industry. I worked with LG Electronics, selling refrigerators and LED TVs. And by accident, I landed up in the drinks industry. And uh, now, coming to Dick's industry from an engineering background, from an engineering company, and selling alcohol, traveling all around the world, and meeting all sorts of people, I would say it was an occupational hazard, but a brilliant one. So, a happy yeah. accident, right? <laughs> <laughs> a happy and a lovely accident. <laughs> yeah, so this is all about me. So since the time I joined Radiko Khetan uh, eight years back, it's had been a, a worldwide journey for me. Not only we have created a single malt, the craft gin, and a lot of other brands. The main thing is that how you enjoy the happiness and the liveliness when you sell alcohol rather than selling an electronic product. So it's all different. It's more human touch. I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> There's no equivalent to a bartender, you know, in the engineering field, I don't think. I don't know about that. But, you know, one day if I have a chance, love to be behind the bar because I'm a lousy home bartender. But I would love to be one if need be, if there's a chance. Engineer slash bartender. So tell me a bit about the gin and how it began. All right. So, so Jessamere, Susan, is one of the first authentic, I repeat, authentic Indian craft gin made by Rampur Distillery. This is one of the first fully owned Indian alcoholic beverage company in India. Because technically we have the Perno and the Diajos in India, but this is a fully owned Indian distillery and one of the oldest established in 1943 when there was hardly any distilleries in India. We produce close to around 13 million liter of alcohol every month because we have a small population in India of 1.4 billion people. So we have to support them. And we not only make Rampur Indian single malt, we have one of the world's largest selling vodka called Magic Moments Vodka. We sell close to 4 million cases of those, other blended whiskies, rum, and all kinds of uh, spirits. 
So if you talk about specifically about Jaisalmer Jin, so a lot of story, a lot of history, and everybody would love to hear about that. To start with, we need to travel back in time. Why the tonic water is called Indian tonic, right? Where was the right. first iconic cocktail GNT was discovered? So one has to ponder over these questions, and the answer would come. You Google it, you search it. It would be India. Of course, of course. And there have never been an Indian craft gin. So at the history says, you know, quinine, which comes from a tree called Sinchona tree in Congo, uh, it's popularly known as fever tree. The tonic water primary ingredient is quinine, which plays an important role in the history of malaria treatment. You know, in 1820s, when the benefits of quinine came to be known, the officers in the British Indian Army who were stationed in India. They were fighting malaria as one of the diseases. Quinine was invented, so it is too bitter to have directly. So they mixed salt, soda, sugar, and water, and that gave rise to tonic water. So it was more palatable. When the gin came across from Britain to India, they mixed the gin with tonic, and there we have voila, gin and tonic. It, it's incredible that there was never, even back then, an Indian gin. Never, ever. Never, never ever. ever. So that was a point. And this is a classical history or a paradox, I would say. Now, when we launched our single mall, we were traveling around the world. So we have cl traveled close to 79 countries. I keep accounting them, sorry. Not being boastful about that. By the way, I have definitely had the whiskey and it's delicious. Oh, lovely. I appreciate that. So yeah, it's another gem. So yeah, so during our travels, when we were actually traveling around the world and uh, promoting our single mod, we were seeing, uh, seeing a, a genesan across the world, you know, many craft gin coming up, many innovating cocktails developed by the bartenders, many gin bars popping up here and there. And we saw that uh, all the people, all the world are having the gin cocktails, the GNTs, but you know, and all kind of gin with Indian nomenclature, like Bombay Sapphire, Jodhpur, Indian Summer, Old Raj, all of them are getting served, and there is not an, you know, not an even single gin made out of India. And then we decided to launch Jaisalmer, the first Indian authentic craft gin to be exported out of India. So this is the whole story behind uh, Jaisalmer. And what year was that? The summer of 2018. You would think it's so late, you know? And so when you say that Indian craft gin, how would you even start to make it other than the juniper, the coriander seed, or, you know, the usual things? How did you approach finding that perfect recipe? Yeah. So again, people say I'm a big, very big storyteller. So whatever questions or details you would ask me, Susan, I'll be telling you tons of stories. You keep on sipping on a Jason cocktail and you would love it. Great. No, we're here to tell stories. So go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Tell me the first one, but the second one. Yeah. So this, what happened then um, from the very first day of conception of idea of making this Indian crafts in Jason, we started on a clean state. Uh, we didn't have anything on our mind. We just wanted to make an Indian craft gin. We sat with our master blender, Mr. Anuparik, who comes from the family of uh, uh, four generations of master blenders. He went in search of the botanicals, which were, since the idea was authentic, which was not only native to India, but we wanted to showcase and put the whole of India, what we call the whole of India in one black bottle. So how to incorporate the whole of India in one bottle? Here comes the role of the master blender or the chef, I would say. So during his travels, yes, you said coriander, which is one of the common ingredients in gin. 
But coriander, if you know that, is used in daily cooking of Indian cuisine, be it the coriander seeds, which are used as spices, or be it the coriander leaves, which are used for garnishing Indian curries. So the whole idea was to give India to the world. So he shortlisted upon coriander for this little bit of spicy and quirkiness. Then he also uh, also shortlisted vetiver, vetiver, which was actually invented in India during Vedic era. And the roots has a cooling property and the grass is used again for the decoration or the garnishing purposes. This was found near the fields of in and around of Jaisalmer, where we ah. found uh, vetiver. Then this was northern part of India because Jaisalmer is situated in the northwestern part of India. Then he traveled to the central India, where he found sweetest of orange peas, which are grown there. So we selected those orange peels, which tends to give the citrusy, the floral tones to our gin. Then we shortlisted on cubeb berries from our very own South India. Uh, aromatic cubeb berries, just like feeling of roastedness, smokiness, it's amazing. And obviously people knew about India and they could relate India with Darjeeling tea leaves. So we, he went all the way to Darjeeling and like whiskey tasting, gin tasting, any spirit tasting, there's a tea tasting also. And trust me, with a long marathon tasting of teas, he finally shortlisted a few special hand-picked Darjeeling tea leaves. That was incorporated in Jaisalmer recipe. Uh, apart from that, we finally shortlisted some lemon peel from western part of India, as well as lemongrass, which was again originated in medieval India. So. Out of the all 11 botanicals, the seven botanicals I just mentioned to you were discovered actually from the four corners and the central part of India. Just like India has five seasons, I would not say four, five seasons, including spring. We discovered these botanicals from all the four parts of uh, uh, India. And apart from that, we took uh, licorice, caraway seeds, and of course, our beautiful juniper. Uh, from Macedonia and the the whole concept was that as I told you in the beginning to give India to the world so we tried to retain the soul flavor of juniper but as well as give that spiciness the refreshing floral tones of India and hence this recipe of 11, 11 botanicals was made as Jaisalmer. When you think India is such a huge country with so many different cuisines, with so many different spices, that to be able to pin it down to just seven of the 11 within India is an incredible job, really, because okay. there are so many to choose from. Hats off, hats off. How long did it take him? We started in the beginning of 17, 2017, and we end up with the recipe in 2018. So it got 11 to 12 months of traveling and finalizing of the botanicals. And you rightly said, you know, there are many gins right now which shows 100 botanicals, 200 botanicals, 35 botanicals. And he, he really wanted to do everything. But at the end of the day, he said, we need to retain the soul of juniper. That is gin. You cannot lose that thing and put all the pelotrop botanicals because India is very rich with herbs and spices, as you rightly said. So finally, we shortlisted these botanicals. And helping to the cause that, as I mentioned, coriander and vetiver comes from the field of Jaisalmer. And it was a no-brainer that Jaisalmer is actually the golden city in the northwestern part of India. 
in the state of Rajasthan, and it's often called as the jewel in India's crown, is steeped in the history and in the home of the renowned Golden Fort. It's an amazing fort. Once you ever have a chance to visit India, you must visit this place. It's amazing. It's a UNESCO World Heritage uh, site constructed only with sandstone walls. And it's just appears golden in doing sunset. It's amazing. I know. I, you know. I've been to India once and unfortunately, and although we did travel throughout Rajasthan, we didn't get a chance to go there, which I'm so sad about. Now, I'm sure he found all these other um, botanicals all over India. What was it about Jaisalmer that, you know, I know that there, you said the vetiver and the coriander came from there, but was there anything else that you you had to choose it as the name as well? So the basic reason was that, you know, as, as I told you, it was a no-brainer because Jaisalmer is, is, is one of the most beautiful city in India. And plus the botanicals coming out of uh, there. And, and we could incorporate that luxury in the bottle. So if you see the bottle design also, uh, Susan, Jaisalmer was, you know, it's, it's a reflection of the gin we wanted to present. It's a luxury gin. Jaisalmer is all about luxury, royalty. The black bottle itself shows a dark desert night. Okay, and if you see the golden embroidery on the label, it shows the royalty, the richness of Jaisalmer coming into the bottle. So it helped us to decide on the design, the botanicals coming from there, and the whole heritage about the city. So royalty, heritage, and the knowledge of herbs all put together led us to the name called Jaisalmer. And the logo that's on the bottle. All right. So, yeah, that's a fun fact, actually, to be honest with you. So so the stag is basically the state animal of Jaisalmer. And if you see, it is on the royal flag. And if you see the outline, the golden outline between the fort, it's actually the real golden fort of Jaisalmer. So, so this is the whole design concept. Black bottle represents the dark desert night. The golden represents the crown. The black buck represents the uh, the state animal, and there's an outline of the fort. So this is how the whole concept of design came into the bottle. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. So you said it took a year to get the recipe. Were you just thrilled when you had the first sip? Was it everything you thought? Oh my God! Yes, this is it. This incorporates all of India into one gym. To be honest with you, this is a, a secret, but I, I can now say to everyone, too many deliberations, back and forth, back and forth. And finally, when uh, this this blend actually uh, clicked everyone, be it the master blender, be it us, be it anybody else in the distillery, it was still uh, a thought process that, you know, uh, that sense of, ah, we can add this botanical. Oh, no, we can add this botanical. Oh, we can do this. No, but finally... When we taste this, this blend, everybody was super happy about it. And we just went ahead with the packaging and bottle. When it was in the bottle and produced, how did you conceive it being drunk? Did you immediately think this just has to be with the gin and tonic? Were you thinking we can't wait to get this in the hand of bartenders or home bartenders? What were you thinking about the after process? So traditionally, gin is, is a great mixture. It can be used in a number of cocktails as well, and it can be done with gin and tonic as well as that. So uh, to be honest with you, during our travels and uh, during our understanding and the research of the gin is that was that it can be uh, drank in the way people like, whichever year they want to mix it, they uh, they want to do it. The most important thing would be 
how a bartender or how many anybody else would try to experiment an indian gin so if we put ourselves in their shoes how they would be experiencing it so we thought that if they have uh, an idea like they associate jaisalmer with india so when they think about india they think that okay india means maybe spicy yes india means maybe a lot of colors india means maybe a lot of flowers and fruits and everything so if they are able to register that in their mindset then they can do and like whatever they want to do and whatever they want to mix it with and let them do it because we have to just showcase to them it reminds you of indian flavors if you strengthen that fact like for example uh, uh, the new world whiskies you know it was only scottish now japanese australian indian everybody's on the scene this was a new world gin so what we have to do we have to just enhance the fact that the country of origin from where it is being produced is india try to associate one with india and accordingly they will register that india means so this 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 flavor and let them do whatever they like they're free to do in india traditionally what is the preferred gin cocktail to be honest what happens that people are majority brown spirit drinker they love their spirits but majority of them are brown spirit drinker and most of them are whiskey drinkers but lately due to a lot of travel and indians going abroad gins are happening in europe people gins seen exploding everywhere everybody started experimenting with white spirits first it was vodka now it is gin which has become hugely popular in past 4 5 years so not only us there are other five to six uh, other indian craft gin which has just sprung up suddenly from last 5 years so people are again following the west in terms of gin they know their whiskey trust me they know their whiskey they know how to drink their whiskey but gin it's it's new kid on the block for them but they are just following the west as of now trust me in coming years forward apart from the gin and tonic and the cocktails which we are having right now it would be a lot of different scene in gin in india and they'll be creating n number of things i would say n number of things not only that even i would say the um, cuisine has incorporated gin yeah. i remember uh, with jaisalmer i went to auckland in new zealand i had an uh, indian desert infused with jaisalmer it was called uh, gulab jamun the actual name is gulab jamun it's a fried sweet uh, milk solid bowl it's brown in color so yeah. and, and they infused gin in that and it was fabulous so people are not only experimenting gin with drinks they are experimenting drink with indian cuisine so that was amazing so it's it's just a matter of time of course you know it's so ironic that the gin and tonic was invented in india yet yeah. no one in india was drinking it <laughs> except for the british you know it's like no we're going to have our brown spirits until now <laughs> but so if if someone a home bartender buys one of the bottles of your gin what are the things you think that they should try first with it are there any specific easy cocktails that you recommend to start off with 
Uh, to be honest with you, it's quite exciting and it's fun in these unprecedented times. Most of us have become a home bartender. And, and, yeah. and I think you would agree with me on this. I'm making cocktails, be it stupid or be it good. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's a matter of luck if I uh, click it right. So, you know, it, it gives you confidence, to be honest with you. And, and it, ge- it gives you a kick that you can make a nice, anything you can shake like this and you can just present it to the guests out there. So for home bartenders, I would say, you know, keep it simple at home. Mm-hmm. If somebody visits you, you can tell a story and then you can say, they see this is a GNT, but it's an Indian GNT. It's not only Indian tonic water, but it's an Indian gin. So other person just gets mesmerized with the thought of, oh, it's Indian gin and tonic. And, and you dress up with, uh, with, with some orange peel as a garnish. And it's, it's amazing. So, so what would you consider the Jesselmere perfect serve? I would say, you know, again, it's about India. So this cocktail would be called Made in India. You can take Jesselmere gin, a homemade vetiver syrup, or you can buy from the supermarket a dash of orange bitters, a concentrate of Darjeeling or Himalayan tea, and just build it over ice, copper glass, garnish with uh, dehydrated oranges or a basil spray. There you go. Oh, that sounds great. And how about the perfect serve? Is there one gin and tonic? Is there a special lemon peel or orange peel or lime? What do you suggest? Brings out the best. I think it's it's a twisted orange peel that brings out really nicely. We come and complements Jaisalmerjin amazing because it already has got orange peel inside the recipe and it it, it complements it amazingly. Which means I'll have to change mine because I had <laughs> put in a lime. That's so fine. Next, my next one will be with an orange peel. Great. So, so do you have any other stories that you can tell me about the gin and the creation? I would say, apart from the creation and the travels and the recipe we conceived with it, is that with Jaisalmer Jin, we have seen a lot of great food pairings around the world. You know, Indian cuisine has really burst onto the scene. And as you know, the Indian curries, in fact, in UK, chicken tikka masala is supposed to be the national dish of UK, which was actually from India. So, uh, so, so gin is being really being complemented well with Indian cuisine across across the globe. In fact, people are using different kind of ingredients. For example, in, in we were traveling to believe Singapore and uh, Malaysia. They were they were using laska leaf, that kind of a curry leaf, which is grown locally with the Jaisalmer cocktail. So, and they say that it's back to home because uh, again, this was a British colony, Singapore, and he traveled around from, from UK to India to Singapore, and he bought all the good things from UK and India to Singapore, and the gin and the cocktail was named uh, Back to Home. So uh, with Indian restaurant, Indian cuisine bursting on the scene, it's been a pleasure seeing Jaisalmer being served with that as an authentic gin uh, from India. Uh, rather than any English or London dry gin. So it's a great honor, I, w- I would say. That's that's heartening. Trust me. And well, in your travels, have you ever seen it being used some way other than the food that just was so surprising to you? Yeah. You never thought you saw the gin being used that way? Yeah, I know. Uh, it was. As I told you, one was that, um, uh, okay, obviously, that was a desert, that Gulab Jamun, which I mentioned to you. Apart from that, in France, if I remember correctly, there's a festival called Cocktail Street, where you, where you people are enjoying music, having fun, drinking. And, and we happened to see a Jaisalmer Pepatini, which, again, people reminded India of spices. They used Jaisalmer with peppercorns and pepper infused in it. 
and it was supposedly delicious. And again, I saw that the, how the things changed. It was like a five to six hour gathering there. Initially, I, I would say that nobody was interested in it. But slowly, slowly, as the night progressed, people was just hogging uh, on that. So again, all these experiences in, in the past three years, it's helped us know where Arjun stands and what we did, what our master blender did. I put a lot of hard work behind this. It, it's really paying off. Now, World Gin Day is right around the corner. Yes. So are you celebrating in any way special? Are you going to be, you know, making a special cocktail for it? Is there anything on the horizon that we should look out for the next weekend? Yes, we are making a craft uh, cocktail, which is actually in, was not invented by us, but we want to popularize it. It was made using local Indian ingredients in New York and giving the name behind the desert. And uh, we, we are showing that as well. It's one of the series of cocktail. There are many other recipes which we are coming up, which are still under the wraps. Uh, okay. But the one which I'm talking about, I can share with you. Uh, it's called Dunes and Daisies, which was uh, actually done by a New York bartender. It's called Jessamir Gin. It's got pineapple and again, an ingredient invented in India, known specifically for this medicinal properties, turmeric shrub. So turmeric with pineapple, uh, lime juice, as well as reduced pineapple juice. And again, garnish with a half a slice of pineapple. Trust me, it's my personal favorite. It's lovely. Oh my God, it sounds amazing. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Now, I always ask anyone I interview a, a final question which is if you could be having any cocktail anywhere right now, where would that be? You know, if you would have asked me this question uh, three years back, I would have said certain place, certain bar or uh, certain area. But now to be honest with you, I would love to uh, enjoy my drink, to have a feeling, to have to live, relive those moments where the people people who are enjoying life, people who are talking, dancing, drinking, and, and see the atmosphere. I want to relive those atmosphere in these unprecedented times, whether it's Chile, Peru, New York, uh, Miami, I don't care. It's, it's just need to be that place where there are a bunch of people. We not have to wear any masks. We, we, we no need to socially distance ourselves from anybody. We can just have a normal chat, conversation, and soak in that atmosphere. Well, cheers to that. I can't mm. wait as well. Tonight, I'm actually going to my first bar, Oh, like inside, for lovely. a year and a half. Lovely. Lucky you. <laughs> so lucky I, you. I, I totally understand that. So <laughs> it was so thrilling to have you. As I said, I long to get back to India. And so I feel like through you, I've been there. And every time I take a sip, I'm there. Thank so you. thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate that. And thanks for having me, Susan. It was lovely chatting with you. You too. It was great to have Kunal on the program teaching us how to drink Jesselmere Indian Craft Gin. Thanks go to him and everyone there for sponsoring the transcript of the program, which you can find on alushlifemanual.com. Now it's time for our cocktail of the week, which takes a summer classic and makes it the Jesselmere way. Our cocktail of the week is inspired by the former inhabitants of the glorious Golden Fort. It's the Maharaja Mojito. 
just fill up a highball glass with ice and pour in 50 mils of Jesselmere gin. Clap six mint leaves and add to the glass. Then add in 50 mils of fresh lime juice, 50 mils of bitter lemon, and 20 mils of agave syrup. Stir gently and garnish with a mint sprig. It's a combo of two of my favorite cocktails, the Gimlet and the Mojito, and super refreshing. If you wanna try making the Maharaja Mojito and live in the UK, you can find Jesselmere Indian Craft Gin at spiritskiosk.com and get 10% off using my code, a lush life 10 sk If you live in the USA, you can find it at drizzly.com and get $5 off your order of $20 using code a lush life 5 You'll find this recipe, more Jesselmere gin cocktails, and all the cocktails of the week at alushlifemanual.com, where you'll find all the ingredients in our shop. What are you doing for World Gin Day? I'll be trying to celebrate it at home with my folks again. My dad loves a GNT. I only hope I can make it for him as soon as he gets out of the hospital. Cheers to sharing cocktails with the ones we love. And if you want to live a lush life, make sure you head out to the bars and restaurants you love and tell them how thrilled you are to be back. Theme music for Lush Life is by Stephen Shapiro and used with permission. And Lush Life is always and will be forever produced by Evo Terra and Simpler Media Productions. Which leaves me to say the wise words of Oscar Wilde, All things in moderation, including moderation. And always drink responsibly and wash your hands. Next week on Lush Life, we'll be investigating a cocktail that originates in the Big Easy. Can you guess which? Until that time, bottoms up.